Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Mackey Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and Dustin joins us today. How are you doing? Everything good? Yeah, all good, Bren. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Hey, I'm kind of curious about the bond market these days. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, the bond market is a, it's uh, you know it's about as exciting as doing your taxes. It's not <laughs> uh, it, it's not uh, near as uh, not not near as much action as the uh, the stock market. But uh, a lot of people don't know this, but it's actually about ten times the size of the the stock market. So if you've got uh, uh, you know a trillion dollars in stock market equity, you've probably got ten ten trillion dollars in in uh, bond market uh, won't call it equity what what a bond is in in the simplest form is you're you know you're borrowing money off a, off a company uh, or a government or or a municipality or a province uh, and they agree to pay that money back in in uh, with interest in a certain time frame so uh, the 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 problem with the bond market right now is it's it's uh, it's a little bit broken um, you've got interest rates at historic lows. In fact, in uh, in some European countries in Japan, you've got negative rates, uh, which means that if you put uh, $10 into uh, the bank, they, they may charge uh, you interest for keeping your money there. Uh, it's opposite. <clears throat> So if, if you look at what's happened in interest rates in the last, uh, uh, well, since since uh, really the, the early 90s, uh, we've been in a very long, prolonged uh, bull market in bonds. And what a bull market in bonds is simply, um, bonds are always priced at par, Brent. So when you, when you go into uh, uh, the bank and, and you want to buy a GIC, you pay $100 for that GIC. And a GIC is not much different than a bond. You're, you're lending your money to the bank and they're paying you interest. But that's priced at par. So uh, the difference between bonds and GICs are bonds can be traded on a secondary. And generally, GICs are not. So if I, uh, if I want to buy a bond, um, if I want to lend my money to TELUS Corp, for example, uh, they might uh, pay me uh, 3% on a five-year bond, just as an example. Okay? okay, I pay $100 for that bond. It's called the par value. Now, with, once that bond is issued and it's trading on the market, um, that bond can go up or down in price. And what will determine that is the level of interest rates. So when you think about a bond, um, bond prices move inverse to uh, interest rates. So when, when interest rates have come down since the early 90s from you know, 11, 12% um, uh, real, real rates to today where they're down at, uh, I think, what, what's prime, you know, 1.85, 1, 1. Uh, uh, something like that, right? So if, if we're looking at real rates, um, it, it's been really almost a 30-year bull market in bonds. And can can it can it go lower? Well, sure it can. It can go negative. I hope that doesn't happen because that that brings a, a whole other set of issues. But um, if if you look at uh, the bond market in the last thirty years, it's, it's probably the most expensive it's ever been. And when rates are extremely low, that means bonds are are expensive. Um, the ten-year uh, Treasury note right now in in the U.S. is about one point three percent, and and it's about the same in Canada. It's about one percent, uh, which means if you give your money to the government of Canada, you get one uh, percent for ten years, and they'll give you your capital back. 
not overly appealing. No, um, especially you know when you compare it to uh, some of the dividend rates you can get on big blue chip companies right now. Uh, on Bell Canada, I can get a 5.7% dividend at the current moment, um, which is almost uh, 500 times, you know, five times what I can get off a, off a 10-year bond. So, uh, like I say, the market is a little bit broken. Are, are we in a bubble? Um, I think so. Uh, I wouldn't be buying bonds right now. I wouldn't be buying bond pools. Um, I think one of the greatest uh, shames in our industry right now is you've got... Um, and, and especially through the banks, you've got these balanced funds, which are, are enormous. I think the RBC balance fund, I don't know, 75 or $100 billion in that fund. Um, and they're mandated to keep, you know, 50% in, in cash and bonds. So effectively, if you're getting 1% on your bond returns and you're getting charged 2% for a management fee, you're, you're going negative on that portion of your money. And that's just mathematics. You, you, can't, uh, you can't make any money in bonds in the next five years uh, unless interest rates keep going lower, but uh, we're almost at zero. So effectively, if rates go up, that's going to be very negative for bonds. And I know that's hard to wrap your head around um, interest rates going up and, and bond prices going down, but there's an inverse relationship there and there always has been. So um, if, if you look at... Uh, bubble territory, I, I think we're definitely uh, probably there. The other thing that determines the, uh, the price of bonds is uh, these rating agencies. So you might have heard of Moody's and Standard & Poor's uh, before in Canada. It's called the Dominion Bond Rating Agency, the DBRS. And they rate, so uh, Government of Canada, for instance, might be rated AAA. Um, although after this year, um, I don't know how our balance sheet's going to look. Yeah. And, and then you, you can go right down to Newfoundland, which is probably rated A, a or A negative right now. And, and the difference is the triple A's is about the best credit quality you can have. And as you get into A and uh, triple B would be, uh, you know, junk. You've heard of the term junk bond before. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very popular back in the, the 90s when the, the mob was building casinos. Um, but it, it, if you look at the, uh, the default risk, it, it probably has gone up. Uh, by at least 50% in the last year because of the pandemic. So anything on, on the junk side rated, you know, below A would be very speculative in nature. And that what that's called is default risk. So that's the risk that who you lent your money to is not going to pay you back, whether that be the province of Alberta or Bombardier Corp, uh, which by the way is rated uh, triple B negative right now. So uh, it, it, it's, you know, a lot of people think bonds, fixed income, no risk. Um, I'm here to tell you that there's an extreme level of risk right now in the bond market. In fact, I'd be much more comfortable buying blue chip uh, dividend paying stocks right now than I would be uh, investing in 10 year uh, government of Canada bonds. So you, when anytime I hear the word bubble, I always think about the fact the bubble could pop. And so that's that's how fragile this is right now, you think? Yeah, and it's not fragile right now because central governments, uh, central banks have been propping up governments, yeah. right? Um, you look at uh, what was announced just this week, the, the U.S. Federal Reserve is going to pump 1.9, or the U.S. Treasury is going to pump $1.9 billion into the economy. That's, that's huge. And by all accounts, um, governments worldwide have pumped more money in than the pandemic has actually cost. Okay. So we're, we're, they've, they've buffeted GDP numbers, of course, but at some point the, uh, 
the bill needs to be paid. And you can't print money, uh, you know, in perpetuity, which which governments are doing right now, and not have to uh, pay for it in some form. So you're probably going to see an inflation uh, plunk its way into the 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 mainstream here. You can't have inputs like uh, like copper and, and iron ore um, and all your agricultural commodities and oil going up without having pricing pressure. Everything we we uh, transport either comes on a, a boat, a plane, or a ship, or a train, right? So mm-hmm. um, if you look at inflation and if, if interest rates start to go up, that that's when you really see the uh, the negative risk in the bond market. Because don't forget, those interest rates go up, those bond prices uh, go down. If and any, then, sorry, and uh, I mean, it's you got to keep a close eye on it, obviously, right? Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, uh, when bond managers look at something called duration. It just measures the uh, the the sensitivity to uh, a bond portfolio of changes in interest rates. So, if you look at um, the the longer the the bond uh, length, so ten year bond is much more sensitive to changes in interest rates uh, than a short term bond, and that makes sense because if you've got a, a one year bond or one year GIC, it's coming due in a year. You don't have a lot of risk in that in terms of interest rates because you're getting paid your money back in a shorter time period. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens in, in the bond market going forward, but it's, it's not an area I'm tiptoeing in for, for my clients at this point. Okay. If anybody has any questions about the bond market, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or uh, they can email me at dlamontang at macroresearch.com. Beautiful. Hey, thanks for this. This has been great. We'll uh, chat with you soon, okay? Thanks, Bryn. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang. Have yourself a great day. Thanks.